what's trending. Amber and Tanner are going to trend, 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 trend it out on Froggy 92.9. Bay Area officials have issued a high wind watch throughout the entire Bay Area. So several meteorologists say that the North Bay Mountains are actually expected to see the strongest winds with gusts up to 70 miles per hour. Whoa. Yeah. That's fast. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like the winds that fast. were here in Sonoma County a couple weeks ago. Those are fast, too. Absolutely. All right, well, the wind could topple trees, trigger power outages, and create, like, dangerous driving conditions. So PG&E staff is monitoring these conditions. They're going to send crews out to repair any damaged power lines. But PG&E is not planning to shut off power to reduce wildfire risk. According, wow. According to the news today. So the New York Times just bought Wordle. And I feel like I just started understanding Wordle. <laughs> and the New York Times hopped on it and they're like, yep, we're buying this. And now, this is what really bums me out. It's not going to be free anymore. <laughs> so they paid low seven figures for it. So that's in the millions. And they say they'll be adding it to their lineup of online word games soon. And it'll still be free at first. But it sounds like you'll eventually need a subscription to play it at all. Boo. I know, right? <laughs> I, I'm I actually, like it. I'm actually in a Wordle group chat and everyone's like, I guess we're getting New York Times <laughs> subscriptions. Yeah, uh, I think there's some alternatives you can play, but yeah. nothing like Wordle. I love Wordle. Um, and so what's really cool about Wordle is a guy literally created it for his girlfriend during lockdown. And so he's now a millionaire over something he created just in his house. <laughs> All right. Well, we've got some great news from Erin Morris. She dropped a clip of a new song on TikTok, and it sounds absolutely incredible. She captioned the click, clip, is this a full chorus leak? Hashtag Humble Quest, hashtag background music. We got time. So there's no word yet on when we're going to get the full version of this amazing song, but her new album, Humble Quest, comes out on March 25th. Like a cup of coffee and a sunrise. The crew is up and the coffee is ready. Hey, good morning. Amber and Tanner, mornings, Froggy 92.9. So yesterday we opened a page from my dream journal. I keep a little log of all these weird dreams I have and Tanner analyzes them for me. Because he's a psychologist, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I don't have a degree for anything, but I get tapped into a new universe. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> so we thought it'd be fun to, like, you know, you call in, we analyze your dream, and, you know, chat about what's going on with your life. Yeah, I'm going to tap into that universe right now, thanks to my Radio Shack dream interpreter. <laughs> <laughs> we got it out. It's plugged in right now. So call us at 707-636-1467. Hey, who's this? It's Deanna from Hidden Valley. I had a really scary dream last night. And I had a dream last night that my ex-son-in-law's family left during a fire and left me in the house to burn. Oh, my gosh. Deanna. Well, I know. I know I'm not a very nice person, but that's a little rough. That is rough. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You are a nice person. Or I think you got to stay away from that family. <laughs> what is that little app thing that you use? I know it's not scientific, but that thing that you do to, to interpret dreams, what is it? It says you're feeling alone and left out. <gasps> do you feel alone <laughs> and left out? In your waking life. You know, sometimes I do. I'm yeah. a very social person, and I like to be in everything. Yeah. And, I, and we haven't been able to in the past couple of years. Yeah, it's tough. I'm sorry, Deanna. This makes me really sad. You know, a lot of people say dreams don't have meaning, 
But they definitely have something going on with your subconscious and like what's going on in your waking I life. So. I think so too. Yeah, we're hoping you can give a big hug to your grandkids soon. Okay, thank I will. I'm on my way. Thank Yay. you. Yay. <laughs> Every morning. Mornings. Really good. They're so funny. Froggy 92.9. I'm a little grumpy this morning. Because my girlfriend and I have been fighting like cats and dogs for like three days. Uh It is the stupidest argument I have ever been a part of in my entire life. What happened? This is all because of a shower curtain. I believe our shower curtain is green. And she believes the shower curtain is blue. And this is literally the source of all of our tension for the past three days. It's so silly. And you can look at the shower curtain right now on Facebook.com slash Froggy929 or Froggy on Instagram and all that stuff. But I cannot believe this is happening. You know, my fiance Cole and I argued over what color his sheets were for like years. Okay. Well, that makes me feel better. I said they were gray. He said they were blue. That makes me actually feel so much better (laughs) because I'm like, what? Does this say about a relationship that we have been fighting for days about a shower curtain? He used to get so upset about those dang sheets. Yeah. Like, it was ridiculous. What made me mad is she said to me, oh, just because you got LASIK a couple years ago means you know what color the shower curtain is? Whoa. I was like, whoa, okay. Just because you're a graphic designer makes you think you know what color the shower curtain is. And if you remember a couple years ago, do you remember the gold dress versus the blue dress debate? Yeah. I figured out that maybe it's that. That maybe to some people, it might be one color, definitely green, but to other people, it might be another. Look, okay, so we've got this picture of this curtain up right now. It is like a bluish green, okay? There are hints of blue and there are hints of green in this curtain. Yeah. There's some people on our social media saying that is gray. (laughs) No, they're not. (laughs) So, please, (laughs) go check out the post, facebook.com slash froggy929. Please vote because I know I'm right, dang it. (laughs) <laughs> good morning, guys. That memory foam bamboo sheet kind of feeling. Good morning. Hi, good morning. Amber and Tanner in the morning. Froggy 92.9. So my fiance asked me yesterday, hey, so we celebrated Valentine's Day or are we like done with that now? What? I, don't know, I didn't do a very good impression. Sorry. Oh, uh, no, I think it was pretty <laughs> spot on of your fiance. So are we like celebrating? <laughs> that's, that's what people at Froggy think he talks. God, um, I hope. God, I hope. Uh, No, I said, yeah, you know what? Valentine's Day is not a big deal to me. My birthday is a week from Valentine's Day. I'd rather celebrate my birthday and me rather than celebrate our love. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I know. As soon as I started saying that, I was like, this is going to come out real bad. You're like, forget the chocolates. It's all about blowing out the candles. You know, I eat it. We just go big for my birthday. He always, like does some really sweet stuff for me for my birthday. So I I don't want to ask too much of him for Valentine's Day. Does that make sense? I mean, to me, no. (laughs) I love celebrating Valentine's Day. I think Valentine's Day is super fun. You know, I like to get it. I'll I'll get him something. Okay. But it's just, we we don't go all out. See, I do the flowers. I do the chocolate. I like to cook a dinner and stuff like that. I love it. Maybe it's because I don't have any birthdays or holidays around right. it. I have that weird buffer space. <laughs> so that's why I like doing it. 
you know, having a first of the year birthday is also tough because I feel like everyone's still recovering from Christmas. True. Like, I just got you something. I'm like, yep, that was two months ago. So I've just over time as like a 30 year old woman, I'm just like, all right, whatever. I'm over it. That's a good <laughs> point because you know what? Come to think of it, I've gone into debt a couple of times because of Valentine's Day. Oh, don't, well, don't do that. Going above and beyond. As I'm saying, people spend so much money on Valentine's Day and I, I, I feel like the more I'm talking to people, the more I realize it's not as important as it was hmm. anymore. Uh, so we were curious. We took a poll on our Instagram at Froggy929 asking, do you celebrate Valentine's Day? 67% said yes, while 33% said no. I mean, I guess Sonoma County's in love. They're awesome. Amber and Tanner. No one better. Froggy92.9. Wine o'clock somewhere, so pour yourself a glass. It's time to whine about it with Amber on Froggy 92.9. So there's a debate going around the internet right now. It says, if you're in a serious relationship, should the person you're with have to tell you the password to their phone, or is it okay to keep that info to yourself? Uh, Someone actually polled over 20,000 Americans to find out what the consensus is. And most people think you shouldn't have to share it. Now, men were a little more likely to say passwords should be private, which I'm not surprised about. But um, age actually matters, too. People under 35 were more likely to have an issue with not sharing passwords. But I got to be honest with you here. (laughs) I've been with my man for over a decade now, and there is nothing left for either of us to hide. We know everything about each other, but... Clearly, I still respect his boundaries. Like, I know the password to his phone, but I don't go through his phone. Honestly, there's probably nothing interesting on there. (laughs) There's nothing interesting on his phone, I promise you. (laughs) But, you know, I know his password, and he knows mine. He knows passwords to everything. We we also share a laptop. He has access to, like, my email, to my photos, everything. And you know what? That's just the type of relationship we have. And I, I do feel like... When you're in an honest and open relationship and there's nothing to hide, then there's not going to be any problems. You know, but that's my relationship. It's not yours. So what do you think about all this? We we got Julie from Roner Park on the phone. So what do you think, Julie? Should a person be required to know someone's password? I don't think they should be required. I don't think that that's like a, I don't think it should be like a, I'm not going to marry you unless, we exchange passwords, like I have to know how to get into your phone, but I think that if the trust is there, it should already be known. Amber and Tanner want to know what you think. Give them a call right now. 636-1-HOP. 636-1467. Nobody has more Sonoma County on the radio than Froggy 92.9. Do you have a ritual when you wake up, when you're getting ready to tackle on the day? So I started a new ritual and it's getting a little, just a little out of hand. And I'm very curious to see what you think about it, Amber, if it's practical or if it's just kind of silly. So I have in front of me a bunch of sticky notes, right? Before I go to bed every single night, I leave sticky notes around my apartment. Okay. In certain spots to remember certain things. And here are some of the sticky notes. And I write some of them to make myself laugh in the morning. The first one is remember to turn off snooze alarms. Reminder one. Number two, wash face, you nasty. Put that on my mirror in my bathroom. Floss. (laughs) That's a solid reminder. Oh, wow. Okay. So I literally write 
on sticky notes these reminders and put them around my apartment. Next one is coffee. Don't be grumpy. And then drink water so you can speak properly. And you parked on the street. Oh, that last one's a good one, actually, because sometimes I'll park far away and I'll forget Yeah, and I'll walk out and I'm like, where's my car? I do the exact same thing. That's a really good one. So I I put like the you parked on the street. I'll put that on my front door. Mm. Some of them I put them on my mirror in the bathroom and stuff like that. So I just remember what to do to set myself up properly for the full day. Do you think this is a little too much or is this something you might do? Um, Cole and I leave little sticky notes on our door to ourselves, but it's things like remember to grab that document yeah. or something like that. But it's one and like one really important thing we need to remember. That is a lot. This is- I don't know that I would need to put a sticky note to remember to floss. And to not seem like a weirdo, I did a light load for the day. Oh, man. This is only like five. I There's mornings where I have 15. <laughs> I'm not joking. Do you have a weird uh, or funny ritual every morning? No, I, my weird ritual is just to wake up and try to survive. <laughs> just like try to get out of bed. Uh, so we have Todd from Katati's joining the show right now. Todd, you're telling us a family member had a strange morning ritual? So my grandfather goes out to his mailbox every day and just his tidy whities Every day. That is his ritual. He gets the paper. He gets his mail. Because apparently it's there by that time. I don't know. I've never had my mail there that early. But uh, every morning he does that. And he can't start his day until then. And then he comes in, has himself a cup of coffee, reads his paper in his underwear. Amber and when song comes Ten AM weekdays. You guys just lift me every single morning. Froggy ninety two point nine. So my fiance took me to dinner at this place in St. Helena called Goose and Gander over the weekend. It was for my birthday. He made reservations. It was really sweet. And they have a lot of interesting things on the menu. The server brought out this plate of Brussels sprouts, which you think Brussels sprouts? That's pretty normal, right? Well, on top it was served with bonito flakes. And I don't know if you saw the video on my Instagram, Tanner, but the Bonito Flakes, like, have the appearance of, like, they're alive. Like, they're moving. I saw this on your (laughs) Instagram story, and I was like, what is on Amber's plate? I literally had, like, a 20-minute discussion about it. I was like, what is that? I got a lot of messages. So we'll post a video of them on our Instagram at Amber and Tanner in the morning. But um, the dish looks like it's alive. But what's happening is it's, like, thinly sliced fish and because of like the thin and dry structure it starts to combine with the hot food and like move and do this little dance and it's not alive but it's just like the chemical reaction oh okay that makes a lot sense because it looked like your dish of food was about to run off your plate and run out of the restaurant it seems like something out of a haunted house (laughs) Yeah, totally but cole was like really excited because i've never had it before he's like you got to see these things it's amazing so it was probably one of the more interesting meals i've had in my life because we also had like some charred octopus legs (laughs) it was was wild uh so tanner what's the most interesting meal you've ever had i'm glad you brought up octopus because that is one of the strangest meals I've had in my <laughs> life. I don't know how it was cooked, but when you poked it with your fork, the muscles in the octopus would move a little bit, and it freaked me out. I didn't eat it. 
I, like that's how bad like I do not want anything on my plate to move oh man well you would have not enjoyed this meal that we had I, I wouldn't 100% well we asked on Facebook facebook.com slash Amber and Tanner in the morning what's the most interesting meal you've ever had in your life Kelly from Santa Rosa said we visited a brew pub in Maui there was an item on the menu called grown up macaroni and cheese and it was out of this world amazing they made it with truffle oil and goat chorizo and it was by far the best thing I've ever ate. I still remember it more than a decade and a half later. I've never had goat chorizo, but it sounds amazing. Uh, Gina from Windsor says escargot in France, of course. She said the snails were cooked in a sauce of white wine, garlic butter, parsley served in their shells, and then she said yum. Manny from Katani said Eskimole in Mexico. It's also known as insect caviar. It's got the consistency of cottage cheese and a buttery nutty taste. Ugh. I'm intrigued. <laughs> <laughs> and when sun comes till 10 a.m. weekdays. You guys just lift me every single morning. Froggy 92.9. Amber and Tanner in the morning present The Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. Today on The Neighbor Dispute, we're going to be talking to Vince. Vince leaves his shoes outside his door at his apartment, and Barry Martindale's going to find a problem with it. Hello? Hi, is this Vince? Yes, this is him. Vince, my name is Barry Martindale of Martindale and Johnson Attorney Services. I am calling you about the unit uh, that you reside in, Unit C205. Okay, is there a problem? I have a report from one of your neighbors that you leave your shoes outside of your door. Were you aware that leaving your shoes outside your door is against uh, the apartment complex's conduct? I was not. That sounds odd to me that it would be. Well, I'm so glad that my client brought this to my attention because I'm looking uh, at a photo and you currently have three pairs of shoes outside your home and a couple of kids' pairs. Um, okay, yes. Yes, uh, that's that's a little weird that you know that, but yes. So to analyze this and to make sure it doesn't happen again, we're going to install a camera right outside your apartment to ensure this doesn't happen again. No, you're not. I'm not going to allow that. That's that's insane. That's not going to happen. Vincent, now, can I, can I call you Vincent? No, absolutely not. My name is Vince. To teach you a lesson, we've actually disposed of the shoes. What? They're gone. You've already thrown away the shoe. That's impossible. Why? That's that's not legal. You you've taken my property and my children's property, and you've thrown it away. We've actually donated the shoes, and you made some people very happy today. I don't care. I don't care about that. You didn't have permission to do that. If you leave them out again, Vince. We're just going to continue to throw them away, and I don't care if you have to go to work barefoot. You got to stop. No, that's okay. This is this is absolutely ridiculous, and it's not. This is not going to fly. You said you were a lawyer. You you honestly think that this is something that's that, that's legal, that's in accordance with the law, and you're a lawyer. You've been Martindale. My name is actually Tanner from Amber and Tanner in the morning. You're on Froggy Nine Two Point Nine's neighbor dispute. Oh God! Oh, you're kidding me. Oh, my God. Oh, you guys got me so bad. Listen to Amber and Tanner in the morning every weekday at 7.55 for The Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy Night. So here's a fun topic to bring up tonight. If you're in a serious relationship, should the person you're with have to tell you the password to their phone? Or is it okay to keep that info to yourself? I talked a little bit about this on Wine About It, but someone pulled... 20,000 Americans to find the consensus and most people think that you shouldn't have to share your phone password. That's surprising to me. Uh, Really, I feel like relationships should be about transparency and some of that has to do with your phone. 
Right. Uh, so my fiance and I know everything about each other. And that's kind of like, you know, what I was talking about on Wine About It. But I was really curious to to see what you thought, Tanner. I mean, I completely agree. My girlfriend has Face ID on my iPhone and I have Face ID on her phone. Not necessarily, you know, to go through each other's phones. But honestly, I'm just lazy and don't feel like picking up my phone sometimes. Yeah. Say, who's calling me? <laughs> <laughs> so if you're like your girlfriend wanted to like go through your Instagram DMs or wanted to go through your email, you would let her? Sure. I mean, <laughs> she's going to be pretty <laughs> probably disappointed by it because there's not a lot going on. Right. But yeah, I mean, I have nothing to hide. Okay. Uh, so I was kind of saying that, yes, I think that password sharing is okay, but there still needs to be some sort of boundaries. Like, I'm not just going to go through like everything, you know, Cole's doing all day, every day. Oh, uh, yeah. I've been in relationships before where I have waken up in the middle of the night and you know, my partner at the time was going through every single text that I had, and there, there's definitely some weirdness there. All right, well, there's this debate going on online. You know, do you think that your password on your phone should be shareable? Uh, we got Deanna from Hidden Valley on the phone. Hi, Deanna. Hi. I've been with my husband for 40 years. He knows my password, but honestly, he probably doesn't remember it. <laughs> <laughs> Amber and Tanner, when the song comes Till 10 a.m. weekdays. You guys just lift me every single morning. Froggy 92.9. There's a rumor going around about me and you. When we were off the air, we had a call come in and someone said there was a rumor about me and I was a bit nervous what it could have been. So what is it? Let's find out. Good morning. It's Ken from Santa Rosa. Tanner, I heard a rumor. I have to ask you if this is true. Okay. So, you and I both went to the Niner Hawks game in 2019. Yeah. I remember that. How much did you spend on your tickets? I spent $300 a pop. And your seats were where? They were pretty far back. Uh, they were like okay. in the midsection. Amber, I give you full blood of permission to tease me about this all week. I went to the same exact game. I was 11 rows up from the field. My ticket was only 100 bucks. What? <laughs> what? I think Tanner got scammed. You're kidding me. Tanner got scammed. Where do you go and get your ticket? I got them from like, I don't know, StubHub or Ticketmaster or don't something. Don't ever like go that. to StubHub. Don't ever go to StubHub. Oh my. Ever. Um, go to Vivid Seat. That's where I got my ticket from. I was 11 rows up from the field. I was right there. I, you could have gotten an autograph, Tanner. You got so damned. You do not know how to shop. <laughs> I am so mad right now. I am visibly upset. <laughs> like, you made my day for future games, but you ruined my day because I put that on a credit card. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Did you buy them, like, last minute or something? I got my like October and I usually wait till last minute. Oh my God. Yeah. I kind of wait until they kind of go down in price and then I get them. That's so but smart. I, I heard this and I'm like, wait, what? I mean, oh my God. You do not know how to shop. You do not know what to go for tickets. Oh my God. Amber and Tanner in the morning. Actor in WKRP in Cincinnati star Howard Hessman has died at the age of 81. All right, Cincinnati, it is time for this town to get down. You got Johnny, Dr. John F. So he passed away from uh, complications due to colon surgery. Uh, if you didn't know, he played 
Johnny Fever on WKRP in Cincinnati. And in honor of Howard, uh, we're going to play a game called Name That Movie DJ. I'm going to play three clips from movies, Tanner. And if you want to guess the movie, totally fine, but you do get extra points if you guess the name of the DJ. I'm really nervous about this game. I know I am a DJ and on-air personality, but I can't even think of one off the top of my head, so I'm I'm nervous, but I'm excited. (laughs) All right, here's the first clip. Very exciting. We'll be back right now at 16 minutes past the big hour. Is that not right, Mr. Scream? Mr. Scream. Is that Wayne's World? It is. No, yep. Perfect. Awesome. All right. So it's Wayne's World 2, and it's Handsome Dan talking. I knew that. I've seen that movie like a million times. All right, here's the next clip. Are you ready? I'm ready. Time to rocket from the Delta to the DMZ. Is that me, or does that sound like an Elvis Presley movie? I feel like that's from a bio picture. I'm going to go with Walk the Line. I'm going to play it again, because I feel like you know it. Think of the actor. Time to rocket from the Delta to the DMZ. Is that me, or does that sound like an Elvis Presley movie? Okay, that sound. Oh my gosh, it's on the tip of my tongue. You got this. Oh, the actor. <laughs> Top of the team. I know who it is. I can see their face. I'm just going to go. All right. uh, Paul Rudd? I don't know. It's Good Morning Vietnam. Dang it! His name in the movie is Adrian. All right. Robin Williams. Yes, here is the last clip. Now, I've never seen this movie. Maybe you have. Here we go. Rankness in the air everywhere it's running through that old pipeline out there it's running through that old hmm uh i have no idea i'm just gonna go on oh sorry go ahead v for vendetta (laughs) (laughs) it's from a movie called pump up the volume and the dj is called mark hunter and it's played by christian slater very cool yeah wake up in the morning for the rouge to crow amber and tanner on froggy 92.9 sonoma county's number one for today's country very big day for my girlfriend today she is going on a huge and big job interview Ooh, congratulations to her hope she gets it she's incredibly nervous about it she hasn't been on a lot lot of job interviews you know her last job she was there for like five or six years and you know being 25 and 24 years old that's not that much experience going on job interviews. That's a big chunk of your life. Yeah, so what I told her, you know, we were going through job interview questions last night, is what I told her is instead of trying to, like, memorize sentences for responding to things, just think in bullet points. That's going to make it so you can just make sure to drive certain points home and it'll keep you more relaxed and really just be yourself. Act like you're meeting my mom for the very first time. You sound like our boss Jim right now. Do I? Talking bullet points, guys. <laughs> Seriously, though, I mean, yeah. it's, it's actually a great piece of advice Thank that you can you. take with you at all, uh, you know, points in your life. Yeah, get it? Bullet points, points in your life. Boom. Uh, Amber, when uh, of course you interviewed here at Froggy ninety two point nine. Uh, was there anything that was on your mind going into the interview that you just wanted to drive home or how to carry yourself? Um. Yeah. Definitely, how you carry yourself and present things is very important and my thing was confidence yeah um to show that i was confident and to show that i was willing you know to do whatever it takes to get this job that was i think the big selling point for them and apparently it was the best presentation they've ever seen the best presentation we've ever seen <laughs> i love that you said confidence because you gotta walk in with some swagger you're gonna be like i'm gonna crush it <laughs> I'm the person for this job. You're going to want to hire me. Incredibly yeah, important. Not overly confident, but just enough. Yeah, you don't want to like walk into the to the office and like 
throw down everything on the, <laughs> the boss's desk and yeah. be like, you need me <laughs> now. Uh, reach out to you on Facebook asking about, you know, things you should consider when you're going in for a job interview and getting a lot of great responses. Colleen from Hunter Park, uh, she said, always send a thank you note or email to the interviewer. That's huge. I didn't even think like about that. After the interview, I believe. Uh, Cadence from Santa Rosa said, don't be late. If you are early, you're on time. Don't forget to smile. Maybe compliment someone and tell her good luck. Uh, Chrissy from Nevada says, review the company website. Know who is the big dog at the top. Read their mission statement and core values. Ask your interviewer questions. A good one to ask is, what about the company makes you want to work here? It's going to be a good day. With Amber and Tanner in the morning. I got some good friends. They only good time. They're awesome. Today's country. Froggy 92.9.